It's March 30, 2023. My name is Jimmy Van, and this is KYN Live. My guest is an accomplished Wordle player. He's big on posting pictures of food on Instagram, That's and true. he recently surpassed 30 days of a language learning streak. Portuguese, apparently, from what I read. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you can catch him on the Gaming, Geared, Weird, Gaming Gone Weird podcast with Nick Tana over at Know Your News. This is Peter from Ghost Stories Gaming. How are you, man? Hey, I appreciate y'all having me. I'm doing fine. How are yourself? I'm really good. What's with this language learning streak that I read about? I, uh, I'm just, I'm trying to learn Spanish. I, I live in a, uh, in a part of Georgia. I live uh, very close to a lot of Spanish speaking communities. And um, I, it's, I live in a place where you, it really would help to, to learn the language. And, and uh, I'm, I'm around a lot of those, um, a lot of those language speakers. So I think it'd just be nice. It'd be nice to be able to, to understand the language sometimes. So I'm just good doing work. I'm just doing uh, Duolingo. It's, Good for I think you. everyone should yeah. do it. I think everyone should do it. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I struggle enough with English, so I think I'm just going to ride that out for a yeah. while. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it's actually hard to learn languages later in life, so it's, been, <laughs> it's not easy at all. So, All right, well, here's what's going to happen. We're going to talk to KYN7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, and weird. I'm going to get your reactions, and I'll ask you questions along the way. And guys, send in your super chats to get your question or statement read on the air. If you don't want to donate through YouTube or if you can't catch the show live, Go to kynchat.com, leave a question or statement anytime you want, and we will read it on the air. I feel like a broken record, Peter, because I say this on every episode. (laughs) It is so easy to find seven stories to fit this podcast. It's so Mm. easy. It's Mm. never ending. And so, uh, and I just hit my microphone. So uh, I got seven good ones again. Are you ready to get going? I am. Let it rip. Let's start with story number seven, reported by CNN. So back in 1992, A nearly 2,000-year-old wooden object was found in northern England, and it was believed to be from the days of the Roman Empire. It was identified at the time as a craft tool because it was found alongside some shoes and some dress accessories and stuff like that. But according to a new study that was recently published, that tool was misidentified at the time, and they have now figured out what this wooden object is really for. And mm-hmm. so, Peter, any idea what the Romans used this wooden object for almost 2,000 years ago? Uh, I'm sure it's for stretching of some kind, um, you know, like a roller of today, like a little stretching ball. I'm sure it's something for that. Um, so we'll stick with that. Some kind of, uh, you know, personal health item. Depending on who you're talking to, they might say it's for stretching. Researchers think it was a sex toy. Mm. We got pictures of it. Check this out. Look at that. So this is a curved object, <laughs> curved object measuring 6.3 inches long and it represents the only known example of a non-miniaturized wooden phallus from Roman times. Cause I guess the Romans like mini dicks. So mm-hmm. it's the only mm-hmm. example of a non-miniaturized one. I guess in some ways people 2000 years ago weren't much different than us today. What do you think? I'm thinking splinters mostly. Um, that's all I can really <laughs> imagine. Uh, well, aren't, isn't that the Romans, you know, isn't that their jam? Isn't that the is hell? it? I think is so. It? The yeah. wood or the splinters? Just all of it, maybe. I don't know. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think that's what they're about. That, that squad. They're all about the, the splinters and the. Yeah, that's uh, all I can the, think of. You know, the, you would think that they would have access yeah. to something softer. Yeah. I guess. You think? You think? Yeah, I mean, they did make the Colosseum. I don't know. Yeah. So, well, let me ask you this. So, 
that tool that I just showed you, researchers right. actually, they think that it served multiple purposes. So they think that the sex toy thing was like one purpose and that it might have served other purposes. For every story we do, I try to ask a question somehow related to the story. Sure. And so my question for this one is, if you were around 2000 years ago and you owned that, that wooden object, uh, what would you have used it for? Rolling pin. For, for a, did you say bowling pin or rolling I said, pin? I said rolling pin. Or, rolling or that, pin. If they had that, yeah. Either one. Put that up again, Joel. Put that thing up again. It's not going to be very even. Well, maybe there. Yeah, I don't know. I use the one side, maybe. I don't it's know. like unique to uh, unique to the area. It's like a regional baked good because it's all bad or whatever. You know, I don't <laughs> a know. Regional, what a else? regional baked what, what good. Did they, what did they think it was? I mean, they're first of all, I think they just say yeah. things so they have something to report. But you know, like what what would they have proposed that? Like what what else did they think that was going to be used for? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe a hammer, maybe. I don't know. But like if you if you put it up one more time, Joel, the right <laughs> side is pretty to keep clear. It's pretty clear the right side why it was carved the way it was. Right. So uh I don't know. Let's just move on. Let's go to story number six. <laughs> story number six reported by Edinburgh Live. Okay. When I first heard this one, I thought it was bullshit for social media, but it turns out it's actually true. So a woman in England, she went through the McDonald's drive through and she bought a McSpicy burger. Mm -hmm. she, home, she opened the bag and she discovered that her order didn't quite match her expectations peter what was wrong with her order you know i think this is just all too common with mcdonald's anyway so this really could be anything at this point i've never heard of a mcspicy burger yeah probably a um, uk thing One that's day. i mean that sounds made up to begin with <laughs> So I'm not even sure she was at a McDonald's. So well, different countries have different specialties. No, I know. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, I'm gonna say all meat, no bun. That's what I'm gonna say. That might have been even better. So what happened was the burger had a big ass bite taken out of it. That's hilarious. We got a picture. Look at that right there. Now, I like I said, when I first saw this, I thought this is bullshit. She made this up. She's looking for social media views. But it turned out it was legitimate because that McDonald's location admitted that she was accidentally given what they called a returned burger instead of a fresh one. And they said that it was mistakenly repackaged. And this begs the question. This begs the question. How often are they doing this? How often are they reselling returned items? What do you think? Yeah. I, my question is, where are they storing? So I didn't even know they could take returned food back over the counter. I don't know. I maybe maybe somebody took a bite and it was maybe it was too cold. Maybe it was maybe they wanted it without like the sauce and then they put sauce on it. You know what I mean? Maybe it was something like that. I maybe. think it's still really, really funny, though, to accidentally send a return burger. I mean, like I, they should just throw it away, but it, it is. McDonald's well, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know why. It's actually really, really funny. Did like you ever work fast food in your life? I've never worked fast food. I have worked f in the food industry. I used to work for a, a Mongolian fire grill. You know, they had the big um, flat grills, and you throw all the toppings on there, and you walk around with the big wooden sticks. So I used to yeah, do yeah, that yeah, in college. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay, okay. So you didn't have we to We never took about... bowls back, though. Yeah. No, yeah. no, right? We just say throw it away, and we'll make it. Like, that <laughs> makes me think they do it. The fact that they called it a returned burger, like they had a term for it. I think you just said that to, I think that's just a PR move. 
to be like, hey, maybe they did maybe. take a bite out of it. We got to just make up this policy. But so let me ask you: Have you ever ordered food in any capacity, whether it be takeout, whether it be Uber Eats or at a restaurant, where you felt that your meal had been tampered with? I think, yeah, I think we maybe all have experienced it, whether we notice it or not. I, I just think there's too many, there's too many, we've been to too many restaurants and too many upset people behind the counter to, for it to it not have happened. Whether I notice that or not, I don't know. Mm. Is finding stuff in your food tampered with, or is that all accidental? Yeah, well, I guess I it depends. Know. I guess I it depends know. on how it looks tampered with. I guess. Yeah, not, not like that. Not with a bite taken out of it. Have you ever seen the movie Waiting? Yes. yes yeah, I, I think that's all I need to say. Reminder, <laughs> guys. <laughs> Yeah. A reminder, guys, get in your super chats to have your question or statement read on the air. Or if you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution at any time, and we'll read your question or statement on the next show. A lot of stuff in waiting, I don't think would really work in today's environment. You know what I mean? Right. People get offended by it now. Well, small towns, but, you never know. Well, maybe, maybe. All right, let's go to story number five, reported by the New York Post. All right, this one's interesting. So somebody posted a job ad on Craigslist, which is not uncommon, right? They were looking for someone to manage a website for them. But mm. this request was a little out of the ordinary. Peter, what kind of web page do you think uh, they were looking to have somebody manage? I'm just, I'm trying to go to the, the, darkest, the darkest direction here. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if it's far enough, you know? You get the trend of the show already? Yeah, yeah. I don't, man. Is it a, a, is it a historical Roman sex objects? Is it a, to manage like the sale of those things maybe? You're not far off. Yeah. They wanted someone to manage their dating profile on Hinge. And okay. we've got the actual real ad. Put that up, Joel. Hard, kind of hard to read, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, read some of the gist. So they said, the person that wrote this, they said they have a low motor for messaging and they want someone who is a witty banterer. They said they'll pay them commission. So they'll pay them 200 bucks if they get a date, 2000 bucks if they end up with a girlfriend and 10 grand if they get a wife out of this thing. Now, my first, my first natural question, wouldn't the girl realize after meeting the guy that he's not the one she's been talking to? Don't you think? Maybe. Now, the real question is, is the person that this person hires, will they also be going on the dates with them? Like, how are they in the room? Are they going on <laughs> dates? Are they going home? Like, what? But then how is he going to, how, how's the guy marrying the girl? I, there too, like, they're at the wedding? I don't, like, how far? Is he standing much, up at the, at the front that's of the what church? I, that's what I'm saying. Is it, are they the minister? I, at what point <laughs> do you actually break it off? I don't know. It's not a bad deal, know. though. It's not a bad deal. You mean if you're the guy applying for the job ad? Is that what you're saying? If you're, yeah, if you're the well, if you're the person managing it. If you're the person managing it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a pretty solid, solid like weekend. Maybe it's a hell of a commitment to try to get the ten grand, though. That's a time yeah. commitment. You're really just in it for the two hundred. Like you're not maybe multiples of two hundred. Right, like, right, 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 right. I would just ask every girl I know. I need you to do me a favor on Friday. Right, right, right. Exactly. You know? exactly. I'll cut you exactly. in. I'll cut you in. You're, ne you're never going for like the top end. You're always. You're just going to take the low-hanging fruit, which is- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiples of it's it. Quantity. It's quantity. It's quantity. <laughs> okay. This is an easy one. Have you ever been catfished? No. No. You had to think about it, though. No. Definitely not. Yeah. 
Are you sure? <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. <laughs> I haven't stood up. That sucks. That's a really crappy day. Okay, that happens. That happens. You've never been catfished before. I wasn't on the apps very long. I, I, I got rid of those pretty quick. So those didn't really come along until after I was out of college. And uh, I just wasn't. I tried them. I think everyone tried them at least once. But after that, yeah. I don't think it was even like a real thing, really, until weren't the apps out for a little bit and then it became a thing? Like how... How fast well, is catfishing? Dating pro- to... Well, dating profiles go back years. Sure, sure, like, sure. Like decades now. But no. but has catfishing been around? Like, was that, did that come uh, with that right away? So I, I had one incident when I was about 19. Okay. I had an incident where a girl that I started talking to online, she sent me a photo and it was very clearly from a magazine. Right. <laughs> It was very obviously a glamour shot from a magazine. Right. Like the scratch and, and sniffs underneath for the all, perfume. It might as well yeah. have been. It yeah. might as well have been. And you know, sometimes you have hope, right? But I'm not that stupid. And so when I saw this glamour shot, I knew she's full of shit. Right. And so then when uh, she was tr- starting to say, you know, what are you doing this weekend? What are you doing this weekend? She started saying, do you mind if my friend comes with me? And she would send me like regular pictures. And say, this is my friend. Do you mind if the friend comes with me? And it turned out the friend was her. I didn't meet her. Um, but she, she, she came clean. She said the friend was her. And then I told her, I knew from the beginning, this was a bullshit. Right. You took this from a website or something. <laughs> right. Now, did, did she say why she did that? Uh, self-confidence thing, Good. a little bit nervous about the internet. So I never met her. And that's, that's the only, that's the only incident I ever had. So I guess lucky mm. for me, you know, yeah. none of the shit you hear today, like that football player, yeah, yeah. Fo- like 10 years of that shit. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. No, Did no, you no, watch no. that? You watched that documentary? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. That guy could have had any girl he wanted. That's you know, so sad. Like that whole situation was just so crazy. It was so so crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's go on to story number four, reported by the NL Times. This is a good one too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then once again, you wonder how are these real? But this is real. So you know how Chinese spy balloons made the news for mm-hmm. a little while. There's a police officer in the Netherlands, and he saw a suspected spy balloon above his neighborhood when he was out on patrol. So he was out driving around making the rounds, and he spots what he thinks is a spy balloon. And we got a picture that he had taken. Uh, Put up the first picture. There it is there. So he's driving along, and he sees this thing. And so he decides, I got to keep following it because everybody's on high alert, right? Right. I got to keep following it. Eventually, he decided to pull over, and he decided to get out because he wanted to take a better look. Peter, what happened next? I think that looks like a used condom on his windshield. Is what I think that is. You're almost there. I wasn't a spy balloon. It was bird shit on the windshield. <laughs> we got additional picks. Put up the next pick. There it is, right there. That's oh, he- the next pick. And then Joel. Yeah, there yeah. it goes. Is that? That's off the wind. Okay. okay. Yeah, that was on his windshield. He had bird shit on his windshield. Have people become? that paranoid where they're tricking their brains into seeing something that isn't actually there. Is that kind of where we're at now as a society? I think people have become that desperate for attention. I think that's what it was. So you think that he took the pictures and he put them on social media because he wanted to get that attention. Yeah, I do. And he's because he never because he never got close enough. He could never quite catch it. So or he thought it was a floater in his eye or something. But like he never, (laughs) you know, I don't would you how do you not know? Like how do you not know? I mean, obviously, if he really did think that's what it was, and then he pulled over and then got out of the car, he would have known instantly. He's like, where the hell did it go? Right. Where did it go? You know? You could never quite get, yeah, he never got any closer. All right, my question for you for this one. 
Have you ever had an animal poop on you? Yes. Really? Yes. Let's hear it. Um, I actually grew up on a, a little miniature farm. So I've had cows, horses, dogs, cats, chickens, like all of that good stuff. Um, just being around them, you get pooped on, you get peed on. <laughs> so, so no, that's, just the, way, that's no, just the way it goes. No stories about like no, no projectile, you know, nothing from a bird yet. Nothing from a bird yet. That's, that's the big fear, right? It's like just to walk and be hit in the face with that. Um, nothing like that. It was I'll all you, proximity and probably my own fault. So, I once moved. I had a cat years ago, mm-hmm. and I once moved from like one place to the next, and somebody had to move the cat. And I had a buddy who the cat before then was cool to my friend and like was was tolerant of him. My buddy's sitting with the cat in the carrier in the car. The cat did not like cars, mm-hmm. and by the time we got from point A to point B, that cat had shit all over my friend. <laughs> And from that point forward, whenever he saw my friend and if my friend went near him, uh -uh, uh -uh, wasn't tolerating it. He associated my friend with that car ride and the shit was going to (laughs) come. So that's what happened. All right. right, Let's go on to story number three reported by adventure.com. All I got to say to this one is people, people. And usually it happens in Florida. So we've all heard stories about people putting themselves in harm's way because they want to get that selfie, right? It's all about the selfie. It's all about the views and the clickety clacks. There's a pair of tourists. They were at the Everglades National Park in Florida. And a picture that they took went viral because of how stupid they were. Peter, what was so stupid about the picture that these people took? Well, where were they? Where were they they were they were at the Everglades National Park in Florida. I don't know uh-huh. what town it is in Florida. They were either. I'm gonna say because it's Florida, and I'm I'm in close proximity to Florida, so nothing's too crazy. That they were out of the boat instead of in the boat of whatever tour they they might have been on. That's not bad. So they took it while they were laying on the ground, a few feet away from an alligator. Mm-hmm. And we have a picture courtesy of Turons of the Everglades. Look at this. There, look at them. Mm-hmm. And they're literally laying like their head. They chose to put their heads closest to the freaking thing. So this is what they did. And I got to be honest with you. And, and, you know, people can say that I'm just a mean person. I see something like that. I'm rooting for the alligator. Right. <laughs> I am. It's, and it, and <laughs> if there had been a video and the alligator ended up going up and grabbing one and pulling it into the, into the weeds, I would have been like, eh, you kind of had it coming. That's, that's a worse version of the, the cop chasing uh, the bird shit. That's what that is. It's the same. It's just a worse version, but because it's Florida, you know, the stakes are way higher, obviously, because there's a lot less, uh, you know, filter for those folks down there. I mean, if you see an alligator and I realized that it wasn't, it wasn't like a thousand pound alligator, but it wasn't a baby either. If you see an alligator land there, is that when you decide, let's go lay on the pavement about uh, 10 feet away and take that selfie. Cause I want to put it on my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think, I think that's what we're going for. I think, I think that's uh, the social capital we're trying to, to, to build now. Yeah. Social capital. <laughs> All right. So you see, you talked about earlier about the, the experience with animals. Have mm. you ever had a close encounter with a potentially dangerous wild animal. Yes, actually. Um, on my Instagram, there is a video. I went to Louisiana for my uh, for my 30th birthday and took uh, one of those uh, airboat rides. And you go uh-huh. through all of these little channels. It's it's all the tours are there essentially for conservation. But we if you if you find that video, um, 
it's uh we pulled up and there was gator close and they they feed them so i i imagine so they're not as aggressive when they're taking normal people through here um and he'd be pulled behind one and he reaches down and pulls his tail out and i'm holding his tail nothing nothing in danger but that was i've never touched i mean that was touching a live live gator out, out in the wild but nothing nothing where i felt like i was in danger even though that was probably not uh-huh. a good move yeah interesting pretty cool I, though there's a lot of power behind them so oh like, i'm I, sure i it's it's like they're dinosaurs it's 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 interesting interesting yeah, interesting yeah. i once heard my cat making noises that an animal should never make mm-hmm. outside and i went onto the deck where the cat was and i turned and looked and there was a fox and i could tell by looking at it it was rabid yeah you know you can just tell yeah and it was rabid and when i stomped my feet it did not flinch yeah. And so I thought, well, what do I do in this situation? So I did what anybody would did. I ran at it and took a swing. Yeah. How'd it go? That's what I did. And when I did that, it backed away. And then uh, we called one of the guys that worked for my dad, shot it. And that was the end of that. But hmm. I got told afterwards, you idiot. If that thing had a bit you, they put right. needles in you like this. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, I mean? uh, I've, I've received a, a, a feral cat bite and had to do that. Um, as oh, did you? Thing. Yeah. Not fun. Really not fun. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, you don't think at the time. I mean, what's the alternative? So, to, oh, yeah. 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 You know, Fair did enough. what I had to do. All right, final reminder, get in your Super Chats to have your question or statement read on the air or go to kwnchat.com, leave a contribution anytime, and we'll read your question or statement on the next show. We're whipping through these, man, on to story number two. Let's do it. Reported by the Dragonfly Effect. This one, this one, this is going to be a movie. I'm going to predict this one's going to be a movie. So in a place called Walnut Creek, California, there had been a theft ring that involved catalytic converters. And I'm not a big car guy, so I didn't realize that there was like a real market for catalytic converters. So uh, people were stealing them because they contain precious metals. And on the black market, you can sell one for anywhere from 150 bucks to 1500 bucks. So Walnut Creek, California, there's a theft ring going on. People are stealing catalytic converters. After mm-hmm. a six-month-long investigation the police announced that they had solved the case and they arrested a gang of four people that were alleged to be part of a theft ring stealing these things. The story got attention though, because of how unique that gang of people was. And so my question for you is what was so unique about this gang of alleged robbers? My instant thought goes to like a theater troupe. So like a, like a group of actors or, you know, aspiring actresses or something. Um, I just feel like they'd be good at disguises. That's that'd be my first thought. Like some kind of, some kind of like aspiring theater group or troop, maybe. Creative answer. So they were a bunch of senior citizens. The youngest <laughs> one was eighty six. <laughs> we got picks. Put up the first one. So this was the alleged ringleader. His name is Dan Armstrong. He's eighty six years old. Put up the next one. That's Henry Chen. He's eighty eight. Okay, well, the he's, next he's the most unassuming person ever, so <laughs> he might be the greatest thief ever. Yeah. Next one, Joel. <clears throat> this guy's name is Roberto Webb. He's 90. And the mm. last one, David <laughs> David Vargas, okay. who's 92. 92. How do they carry him around? 
So how heavy is a catalytic converter? I'm not sure. Like I, I'm not. I'm just not enough of a car guy to know. Yeah, so they call themselves the Silver Cats. Okay. They met at a senior in a seniors community. They said that they needed to supplement their income because Social Security didn't pay enough. One of them said that they heard the catalytic converters. There was a market for it. They started taking out cars and then they started stealing them at night and they were selling them on the black market. They got caught and after they got caught. They got doctors to diagnose them with dementia, and all charges were dropped. This is a movie. What do you think of this? <laughs> I mean, that's the slowest getaway ever. But they, uh, I mean, that's. But like, how do you you know that's happening, right? You're you're in the court, and now they're all claiming dementia, and you're like, yeah, but like we knew you were about to claim. Like this is part of your your escape plan. But they apparently, can, apparently they were just told don't do it again. So yeah. it's almost like they just they just don't stop it. Right. Stop right, it. Right, right, right. You know? That's, that's what happened. Stuff. Yeah, that's that that could be a movie. Yeah, oh, it should be. It should it be. be. Hell, be. call it the Inspired silver cat. It's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done. Okay. Honest question. You can be as honest as you want to be on this one. Have you mm-hmm. ever stolen anything? Yes. Yes. Do you want to uh, give me specifics? Yeah, nothing major. I mean, when I okay, so it's it's always been food. Like when I was in high school, sometimes I would grab donuts from the donuts, uh, you know, the donut section at a grocery store, and then you eat it when you're walking around. Not I mean, that's pretty. pretty, not pretty people exciting. do that. People. Do and that. then in college, um, I did dine and dash once, maybe twice, twice. But upon learning on the second time, I learned that the waitresses or waiters actually had to cover the cost of the table. Ah. And when I learned that, that was. Uh, you know, I, I had a pretty guilty conscience on that one because I, you know, you think like it was both times from Denny's and you think Denny's is losing, but it's actually the the individuals. And really? That, that made me feel pretty bad. So did you like go back with some cash and uh... no, I didn't have any cash. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I ran away. <laughs> so, but then when I learned that, I was like, all right, that's, that's, that's actually not that great. That's, that's not, not that. So, so no Ferraris in the driveway. Nothing like that. No, okay, no. that's not so bad. That's not so bad. You're 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 living a pretty clean life. Good for you. Yeah, clean life in to, Atlanta, trying Georgia. To, trying to. <laughs> yeah, trying All to. right, time for story number one already reported by the Daily Mail, and we're ending with a banger. So mm-hmm. so wait till you see this one. So recently in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, they had carnival. Carnival returned, and it was the first full-on edition that they had since the pandemic. So it's been a few yeah. years. Yeah. During the festival, multiple women complained that there was a guy harassing them in the city center of Rio, and that's where like everything was really happening in mm-hmm. the city center. So they're like, "We're being harassed by this guy." Now, even though the place was packed and there's people everywhere, people—or I shouldn't say people—the police, the police were able to identify the guy, identify the guy really easily, and they were able to arrest him. And so my question for you is, what was it about this guy that made it easy for police to ID him? Was he on stilts? Was he wearing a costume on stilts? Not a bad answer. He was wearing a seven-foot inflatable penis. (laughs) And we got it. Very, look at that. This is real. This is real. Now, don't you think that you're kind of setting yourself up for disaster? (laughs) Look at the cop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look at this look at, look at this cop. guy look how happy the cop is with the baton under his arm because he's in brazil so he's like light day it's a light day like this is my job yeah don't you think you're setting yourself up for disaster when you decide okay not only am i going to harass some women today but i'm going to do it wearing a dick costume 
I think you've probably had some questionable life choices if that's the costume anyway. But probably, uh, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Don't you think? Not a good run. Not a good we're... run. So far. <laughs> yeah. Like we're out. How else is the day going to end? Right, no. What other situation are you going to be? You in? think it's warm inside? Might be. Might be. It depends if you know. Maybe he's naked under there too. Who knows? Uh, trust me, Brazil. Yeah, it's you know? probably warm in there. Could too. be a lot of things happening. That's so, a bold move. All right. That's a bold move. Final question for you. What is the most memorable costume that you have ever worn on any occasion in your life? That is a great question. The most memorable costume I've ever worn. Um, I mean, one Halloween, I, uh, I waited a little bit too long uh, to come up with a costume. So I just wrote the word tasty on a shirt. <laughs> And uh, people are like, so what are you? And then I thought I was so funny. And I would say, oh, I'm, I'm tasty. <laughs> and uh, that was my move, man. And that um, didn't work. So that was the boldest costume I've ever had. I see. A shirt that just had tasty written on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's like the – it's how you open the conversation, I guess. Uh-huh. But no, and it wasn't successful. So How many how, – was zero. that at a party? It's you zero. did that at a Halloween party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times that night were you asked, what the fuck is your costume? Yeah, most time, Every time. Every time. All the times by every <laughs> single person. And after you explained it, if it was, let's say if you're single and it was a girl, how many times did she, she then turn around and walk away? 100%. It was not, <laughs> if you're not confident also, I wasn't confident also, then it looks weird. Right. Then I'm looking like the guy in the penis costume. So right, exactly, right. exactly. Gotcha. So I got you. So like if you're in a different frame of mind, you could have made that shit work. Right. I was not. I was in the gotcha. wrong state of mind. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I want to thank our guest, Tasty, aka Peter yeah, from Ghost yeah. Stories Gaming. That's Peter, uh, tell the people where they can find you and what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so, not Ghost Stories, um, spelled like it sounds on all socials right now. I'm streaming a lot on Twitch, uh, making content uh, primarily on YouTube and TikTok as we speak. Um, so feel free to check me out there. Uh, a lot of video game stuff, and then um, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm recording my my second season of the podcast, um, and then the first season I'll be doing kind of a drip campaign, um, dropping those episodes as we go. I think two are up so far, um, and editing the third today. Amazing. Well, that's going to do it for KYM Live. Tune in next Thursday at four o'clock Eastern Time for more silliness that's totally real. Until then, bye for now. Thank you. Thanks, man.